guys, what's up? Um, this is going to be the very first episode of a podcast that I decided to round up my, uh, not Twitch, well, sometimes Twitch, Twitch slash Discord mods, and just to talk about whatever we feel like talking about. <laughs> um, I'm going to have everybody go ahead and introduce themselves. If you guys want to submit questions, there is a command. That way they don't get lost in the chat. Feel free to send them this way. And uh, I guess we'll start with Mata. Yo. Or John, what's whatever you want to be called. <laughs> what's up, stream? My name is Mata. I am cosplaying underscore Mata on Instagram, and I am a Twitch mod. Peace. <laughs> What's up? Uh, I'm David. Um, I'm TD5Dave on Instagram, and I'm a Discord admin and Twitch mod. Hey, I'm Jan. Um, I am Jan Schinkel1 on Instagram and I am a Discord and a Twitch mod. Alrighty, so I will be uploading this onto either SoundCloud and or Spotify later, but I do like the idea of doing these live. This first one's gonna be super informal, so pardon my lack of knowing how to podcast. Um, but we're going to go ahead and get started with some questions that were submitted. All right. These are just going to be super duper random. There's, it's not like geared toward anything specific. It could be any sort of question or it could be, um, advice. So feel free to submit whatever you want. The first question we have is, do you like drums, guitar, bass, or vocals the best? I'll also throw in keyboard slash synth. Um, personally, I would say, I don't know, that's a really hard choice because, I mean, not being somebody that can play, I only play guitar, so I would say probably guitar, drums, or keyboard. And I don't really know why, I just like, as far as sound, like, sound goes, I like guitar and keyboard, but I feel like drums are really cool visually to watch. I don't know. What do you think, Mata? Um, personally, I prefer the drums. I feel like that really sets the tone for the entire music right there, because you have to make sure you're always on the right rhythm and tempo. I feel like bass guitars don't get a lot of credit because they're just kind of in the background behind like the singer singers and lead guitars, but I would definitely say drums for me. Alright, what about you, David? Yeah, I would uh, agree with Mada. Definitely drums. Um, without a good sort of rhythm, you're just, you don't have much else, so yeah, definitely drums. And Jan? Yeah, for me, it would be guitar because you don't, uh, you not only have the lead guitar but also the rhythm guitar, which is uh, very important for 
like the general uh, tone of the song and then also the singer because you know without vocals you don't have much in my opinion that's very true you know i hate i hate the way that i think because i got a question the other day about you know what's your favorite cosplay and that's like one of the most common questions i get all the time but like it's such a general question and i feel like this was such a general question too because there are things that are more impressive like to be played there are things that like audibly sound better you know like it depends on what i don't know general questions are so hard for me because there's like stage presence there's sound there's how complex it is as an instrument you know i don't know all right next question all right Thanks for the host sage thank you also we did get a um a follow i believe Thank you for the follow, Twisted Mikey. Alright, next question. Is it bad to like someone who is already dating someone? Um, that is really tough question. Honestly, I feel like it's really, I don't know, this is gonna be hard because I don't want to say something wrong, but your feelings are your own and they're always valid so if you like someone it is what it is um whether or not you act on it is another story um personally uh, this is so tough because there's always two sides to a story, right? I mean, maybe if they're in a happy relationship or if they're married or have kids, like, th I feel like that's a really big no-no. Um, but if they are being mentally abused, physically abused, if they're very unhappy, there's absolutely nothing wrong with being there for that person. And... There's a fine line between being there and being flirtatious and stuff like that. So I don't think there's anything wrong with being there for somebody. And if they make the decision on their own, then that opportunity is there for you. But I always think you should be respectful. Mata. Yeah, um, that is a... Uh... For me, so you like it's like chat saying like you can't control who you like. So like you're gonna come into life and you're gonna find people that you like a lot and are attracted to, and they could be in relationships. It's up to you though on how you react and act on those emotions. If you just be friends with either one of them, that's cool. But if you try to assert yourself into it and try to ruin that relationship for yourself, then no. That's not right, and you you shouldn't be doing that. You should step away from that. But, I mean, you can't control how you feel towards somebody. So, not in my opinion, it's not bad to like someone dating somebody, but it's bad if you try to mess it up for your own gain. I agree. David? Yeah, I mean, 
like's been said, you can't control who you like, um, but it's you can control your actions, and as long as you're not um, like messing messing up somebody's relationship to possibly get a relationship, uh, you know, there's nothing wrong with how you feel about someone. But yeah, so as long as your actions don't interfere, then yeah, it's. Jan? Well, um, whoever uh, submitted the question, uh, yeah, like, I have been in that situation uh, where I um, liked someone who was already in a, a relationship, and I am kind of in that kind of situation right now, <laughs> but it's the other <laughs> way, yeah, <laughs> like, you can control that, um, but you need to be very respectful toward uh, not only the person that you like, but also his or her uh, partner. Like, you wouldn't want to mess it up, and sometimes you just have to set aside your own feelings and be like, hey, you know, I have, like, you can. You can tell her or him, but I think you also have to tell her or him that like, hey, if you're happy with that or other person, then stay with that other person. Like, don't try to mess it up and be respectful. But yeah, it's it's tough liking someone who is already in a, a relationship. I wonder too, like. Th that's so tough though because like you could be respectful right and not be flirtatious but like i'm gonna throw another question in the mix to see what you guys think is it okay to tell the person that you like how you feel even if they're in a relationship not being flirtatious but just bringing it to light like letting them know how you feel because part of me is like I feel like you know you don't want to leave anything left unsaid like if you were to die tomorrow like you don't like no regrets you know what I mean um mm -hmm. but is that like is it wrong to tell them how you feel if they're in a relationship but it's like being respectfully <clears throat> Mata uh for me it depends on how close you are to them or so like if you're close to them i think it's better to tell them because like they know that you're not like they know that you like you but i mean you can control it and you can still just be friends and not kind of lose yourself but at the same time though i feel like if you're close, it can make things awkward, which you don't want to do. You want to keep that friendship. So at the same time, if you're talking to like a brand new person and they're talking about dating, dating someone else, it's your one chance to say, hey, I like you, but I know you're dating somebody, but I want to stay friends. And it's up to that guy or girl to kind of see also if they, if they will respect what you say and still be friends. I mean, they don't want to ruin their relationship just because you said to them that they like you. But at the same time, though, 
you like them, so it's it's tough. It's tough <laughs> to it's tough to announce to someone that hey, you're dating somebody, but I like you. I mean, it really is a tough position to be in because there are so many factors, like you said, you don't want to ruin a friendship. But like, what if you guys had been friends all along? And they didn't realize that you felt that way, so they just ended up in that other relationship, but maybe actually had feelings for you too, but also didn't want to ruin the friendship, you know? Mm-hmm. That's tough. I think I'll, I'll give my opinion last since I said the question. David? Yeah, I think it's really down to like your individual friendship slash relationship with the person. Um, you know, but I don't see an issue with telling them as long as your your friendship is sort of strong enough to sort of you know know that and then know that you can still just be friends. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> like um, a while back, I was um, hanging around with this girl, and I had feelings for her, but like. I didn't know um, that she uh, also was in love with another guy. So that came to light. We had a bit of a falling out. But like at the end, I did tell her that like, hey, you know, I do have feelings for you. But I'd rather stay friends than not see you at all. And that worked out perfectly. Like two years later and we're still friends. And I have, yeah. I have forgot, like, my feelings for her, I mean, they are not romantic anymore. And whenever we hang out at the bar or go to a restaurant or something, like, we can just enjoy uh, the time we spend together without, you know, being uh, romantic, you know. So, I think you should tell other person but be open about it and also state what you would like to you know would, uh, get out of uh, that relationship being it maybe just staying friends or you know just be open about it I agree I feel like there is definitely a respectful way to let them know um, how you feel without overstepping like I don't know I know it probably would look bad on the significant other end like but in life sometimes you're put in hard positions like this and I don't think you can't always do everything to make everybody happy I think as long as you're respectful about it and you know respect their relationship regardless I think that you should definitely let people know how you feel um in any aspect not just like this situation but just like sometimes it's hard like hypothetically you make a new friend you guys just start hanging out and you have a lot in common you guys are like hitting it off and you're good friends but then all of a sudden they're like oh i hate this food place it's so gross i can't believe people go here and then like you feel kind of awkward because you like it and you just kind of go along with what they say. 
I know, like, sometimes it's awkward to be in that position and conflict can be awkward, but you should always have an opinion and you should always say how you feel because your, your feelings and opinions are always valid. So don't ever feel like you have to go along with something somebody says just for sake of comfortability. I think in the long run, the more you do that, the stronger you'll grow and become as a person and the more people will respect you for saying, always saying how you feel. Anyways. Yeah. I'm all jittery right now because I just drank some G Fuel. <laughs> Hashtag use code Sudorizu for G Fuel 30% off. <laughs> I'm, I wish that I could maybe get some credit for new G Fuels. <laughs> but, uh, anyways. Let's so, make it happen. Next question. Do you see a light at the end of this tunnel, COVID? I'm having trouble finding it. Um, you know, things have been up and down, up and down. It's definitely been a ro- roller coaster, in my opinion. Um, I think all we can do is the best things that we know how to do for the time being, uh, as far as protecting ourselves, uh, like, I've been taking airborne in the morning and wearing my mask. And like when I traveled to Florida, I wiped everything down on the plane with like alcohol wipes and stuff. Like, I think it's inconvenient, but it is, I think we should all do our best to stop the spread. And then another part of me is like, I feel like everybody's going to have to get it at one point or another. Like, I don't know. I think that's usually just what happens. I think everybody might end up getting it at some point. Uh, It's just tough until they find a vaccine or some sort of cure for it. I think we, in the meantime, should do what we can. And as far as seeing a light, sorry, I kind of went off on a tangent. But as far as seeing a, a light at the end of the tunnel, I think it goes along with happiness. Like, I feel like happiness isn't a destination and a light at the end of the tunnel it's not a destination you have to make your own light you have to make your own happiness like if you're thinking if you have an idea of happiness in your mind you'll you're never going to reach it I think in the moment you need to just slow down and appreciate and take things in and that's when you find happiness and I think it sucks, you know, being quarantined and stuff, but I think what would be good is to find silver linings, you know, like, what do you have time to do that you didn't before when you were off of work? What, like, can you appreciate more now because of COVID? I feel like we're all going to appreciate a lot more if things, you know, open back up and go back to normal, like concerts and conventions. I think, we should just appreciate and make our own light in the meantime. You can't change what's going to happen. It's inevitable. So just make the best of everything while you can, I think. <clears throat> what's your say, motto? Ah, all right. So plug first. I am in the military, so I have I may have a different feel or a view than other people. Which and... is good. Yeah. So, point. chat. If I don't, if you don't, pre- if you don't like what I say, I'm sorry. This is my opinion. Um, 
I feel like there will be a light. It's not you. We've had plenty of time to learn new stuff. It's kind of what you make of it, like what Steph says. Like, if you've been on quarantine, then the best bet is find a new hobby. People are, are out painting, they're out running, working out, doing a new job, doing a new hobby. That's the, this is the time to do that. I mean, life sucks right now. Wearing a mask, being super cautious, not being able to go to a lot of places. It's going to suck. I've been stuck at my house or on base for the past three months, unable to travel because of this. But I didn't let it get down. And I've been working every day. If you guys have not been working, then I'm sorry. I know this time has been rough, but there will there is a light. You just have to find it yourself. Um, there, It's COVID is... Like the common cold, the symptoms is different. You just have to be cautious and find a new way to enjoy life. Things are going to be weird for a bit, but how you make it work for yourself is how your life's going to be. And that's what I got to say. I like that. You know, I feel like what you give is what you get in life. So I like how you ended that. What about you, David? Yeah, I've got um, a similar uh, view as what Mada does. Uh, I've been quite lucky in that I'm a key worker, so I can still go out. Um, my job takes me quite far out, so um, still get to travel. Still get to see quite a lot of people um, delivering, so it's... So it, it probably seems a bit easier for me because I'm still getting out and not having to stay inside. Um, but yeah, it's it's very much as what you it's, it's going to be as good as what you as good as you make it. Um, so it's a perfect time to like find new hobbies, you know, find something you love doing. Um, again, in the UK, quite lucky that we get. Um. 80% of our paychecks paid for us, so um, not everybody's losing out is what they would be, so you know, it's make, make, make what you can of it um, and then look forward to going back to normal of whenever we can. Yeah, well, for me, in the Netherlands, um, Things uh, have been going pretty well with uh, with COVID. Like bars have been opening up, restaurants have been opening up. Um, my job was essential, so I didn't get laid off. Like I have work every day. The only thing for me is that my vacation plans have been cancelled but like find find your own happiness like find things that you want to do and try new things like everyone has said like things will get better like you know we um yeah, things have been opening up already here, and I'm sure that where you guys are living 
like they will open up too eventually so until that time make the best of it and you know you have internet so right i feel like um making the best of it is really important and what david said you know i feel like people go to work and come home have to do laundry and dishes and take care of their animals and uh catch up on so many things that they don't know what to do when they have time for themselves and hobbies are so important so if you if you have that extra time if you're off of work oh, I hope that you're able to get um, some sort of financial help from your government and just appreciate the time that you have you know don't waste it on social media or you know laying on the couch, like spend some time with your kids, your pets, yourself, because, I don't know, there's beauty in the breakdown. Sometimes, that's this. I feel like that's the silver lining in this case. So, yeah. All right. Next question. How would you go about finding a nerdy girlfriend? <laughs> so, uh, there's <laughs> a lot of places, well. I feel like. Um, you could find them. There's Conventions is, like, obviously number one place. I feel like there's also um, Facebook groups. Mata? Um, so... Um... <laughs> <laughs> um, so I actually am dating a well, I'm letting know right now. I'm letting Hannah know right now that I, the question is about dating a nerdy girl cuz uh she's quite nerdy and she's a cosplayer. And uh for me, I just went on Discord groups and I found people that I enjoyed talking to and this was like through Steph and one of our other friends is Discords. And we just started talking, and our interests worked. Like, we actually matched with each other with our interests, and we uh, went out there, and it just clicked, and we just started dating. So, uh, conventions is a big is a big way to do it. Now that I've been starting, like, into that cosplay community and going to conventions, there's so many people there with different backgrounds, environments, so you just kind of have to go out there. I mean, if the nerdy girl-esque is your type, I mean, there's, I guarantee you there's people at the bar, like your local bar, who's like a nerdy girl, or has that mentality. It's You just kind of have to go out there, not really look for it completely, but just have an open mind when you go out, get yourself out and known, and then I will promise you, you will find somebody. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. David? Um, yeah, I mean, pretty much anywhere you would find any other type of significant other. Um, <laughs> but like, for specifically nerd, I would like conventions, uh, Discord groups, or like online groups that match your interests. Um, you know, 
it's look where you where you think they'll be they will be you know if you want to find an early girlfriend specifically she likes one thing then look in groups pertaining to that or you know but it's you'll find them anywhere really you know but it's just whether or not they'll be openly nowadays someplace more traditional so Jan? Well what uh, Mara said like be surprised like um, some of the girls I've met uh, you know I've met them in bars mainly uh, out drinking and at the bar they can be like the normal uh, you know girl but once you do get to know them they could be that naughty girl like some girls have met like I thought ah oh, you know they are the typical standard popular girl who goes out clubbing every week and like but once I got to know them I found out that two of them actually love playing games and one of them you know watches uh, anime and I'm like what you do that and she's like yeah and I'm like oh hell yeah like be be surprised and just get out there and just talk to people and I'm sure that if you do talk to people you'll eventually find uh, you know uh, ones with similar interests and what the rest said you know internet conventions local groups like there will be local groups that come together for D D or something like that just yeah you can find them everywhere yeah i think you know you'd be kind of surprised sometimes it's to like you just got to get to know people and you know they may not even know that that's something that they like you know they might hang out with a lot of pretty like <laughs> i was gonna say normal we're the weirdos <laughs> <laughs> some pretty like normal people that watch you know basic netflix series and stuff which there's nothing wrong with basic because it's popular for a reason but like they may not even know they like anime or video games or like maybe they just hadn't been introduced to it maybe they just didn't have that gamer nerdy role model growing up so um a few other places i jotted down while everybody was chatting was uh like if you play Overwatch or, like, any sort of game that, you know, you're talking, like, maybe you run into a girl in the chat room, which is <laughs> such a basic thing. I feel like girls always get bombarded in chat rooms. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> but, um, and them then... Sorry, go ahead, Mata. I said, yeah, like, them online games like your WoW, your EverQuest, your Star Wars Old Republic, <laughs> any kind of MMO. Like, come on, now, like, ah, I'm like, I'm not gonna lie. It's like you talk to people, and like, yes, it's that online facade. Pretty much, you don't know who they really are, but like, if you get with the group of people, you start knowing them, and that can also work too. I have buddies that met through MMOs and. At first, it was long distance, but now they're married, living together. So it all depends on how you want to 
let yourself known and be out there. One more thing before we wrap up this question. I just highly recommend <laughs> the first time you meet a girl in a chat room, don't just like straight away be like, hey, can I get your number? Or like DM or like, hey, can we get yeah. to know each other? Like, don't do that. Um, I think no. if it's a clan, like maybe first work on getting to know them as a person and like if they're in your clan if you like start to game regularly just be like hey can i add you you know start gaming with them regularly and if you feel like you click cool don't just like just because you hear a girl's voice don't be like hey can we get to know each other like you know there's what I a mean? girl in the group there's a girl <laughs> are you a gamer girl <laughs> but yeah that was a pretty good question i mean just to uh add a little something like girls in general like don't be like oh hey i want to date you or hey i want to know you because i want to date you just get to know girls not just because you want to date them but because you want to get to know them and because you think they are an an interesting person like yeah 100% don't yeah <laughs> don't bombard them with like Hey, I think you're cool. Hey, I think you're pretty. Can I get to know your? Can I get your number? Like that's, if you do that, you'll come across as creepy. Like, <laughs> just, just yeah, don't do don't that. Be <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well put. All right. Um, this isn't a very. This is a pretty surface question, but. People want me to do animation videos for them, and they'll credit me for it. Should I go for it? Oh, maybe it's not a surface question. Sorry. Um, it, I guess it depends on what you're looking for. If you find value in working with those people, if they're going to credit you, if, you know, maybe if you're trying to grow, if you're doing it for fun, go for it, obviously. But if you're looking to grow or make something of your animation videos, I would say don't make any promises like you don't want to give off the wrong impression and then they think you're just gonna edit their videos all the time um if you find value in their audience and growing that way then go for it but definitely know when to set a price like when you're learning more and you have more demand do not be afraid to ask for a price or up your prices like Always know your worth and never feel bad for wanting what you deserve. That's like something so important in businesses. Like sometimes employees will talk to each other and you're like, well, why am I not making as much as this guy? Your your pay is your own responsibility and you have to know your worth and it's irrelevant what anybody else is getting paid. That is like the last thing you should bring up to your boss. I know so-and-so is getting paid this much. No. You say, I know that you know I deserve this. I work hard. It's, don't ever bring somebody else's pay up. But anyways, I'm going off again. But that's just how I feel about the subject. Anyways, go ahead, Mata. <laughs> if you are growing and it's like a group of friends, then I would say, yeah, like, all, like help them out. Kind of show off your your animations however though if you're trying to get yourself known then like steph said set yourself like cut off like a limit though you're not always going to do it though 
ask for a little bit here and there. Like you know what you put into your animation is what you're worth though. So if like you're doing a 10 minute, 20 minute long animation, you know you deserve some money for that because that's time, dedication, editing that you have to wait. And for them to get it for free doesn't really cut it for you though because where is your like where is the reward for you though so um it's a good question i think um to get i mean for me it's kind of what steph said like you have to be able to know when to say hey this is going to charge you this or hey here is something that i made can you check it out to get yourself known friends to get yourself known good but after a while, though, or you want to get into, like, schools, jobs, whatever, like, hey, this is what I did. Here's my rates. And, like, Twitch people, like, Twitch streamers constantly need, like, new Discord layouts, new edits. And, like, this is your time to, like, if you're an animator, bam, here you go. Show your work. And, yeah, that's what I think. David? Yeah, as long as you're getting value out of like the shout out or you know the promotion as long as it's worth the return on what you've done then yes but if not then just tell them no yeah we could do that and then it would be cheaper or you know as, as long as it's as, as long as the value is there for you as well as them you know like like, like other people have said know, you, know your value know your worth you know Jen? Yeah, like for me, like the question for me would be like, what do you want to get out of it? Like, are you just beginning? Like, if you are just beginning and you want to grow your skills and uh, your network, then yeah, do it for free, at least for a while. But if you, if it's your job, um. If it's already your job, like, you have to eat, you have to pay rent, like, uh, set yourself first and, uh, you know, treat others accordingly, like, even if it's your friend or someone you know, like, if it's your work and you, you like, you need the dough, so, just um, set down your own boundaries with that and, you know, don't don't let people trample you over. I agree. I think something Mata brought up too was, you know, if it's a friend, I didn't, I wasn't even thinking about that. But yeah, it's absolutely okay to do stuff for friends and to want people to succeed, and that's great. Um, and even, oh yeah, yeah, even as the person giving that service to your friend. Don't ever feel bad for asking for payment. You know, if you're, if, like Jan said, if you're just starting out um, and want to improve your skills, that's a great way to do it. And also learn and get your name out there while you're doing it. But, yeah, just say say what you feel and what you deserve. And I feel like a lot of things in life people blame other people for like they're like well she didn't do this and she's doing this or he's doing this whatever but uh 
did you tell them that you wanted to be paid? You know, like you set an expectation for yourself every single day and every conversation you make with people. So sometimes life is uncomfortable, change is uncomfortable, but you have to be okay with being uncomfortable or things will never change and you will never grow. So start learning to be okay with being uncomfortable and speaking up about things like that. But it would really depend on the situation. I think you, if you're listening to the podcast or listen to it later, got a lot of different views on that depending on where your experience is and what you want to get out of it. Um, next question. I don't really know what this is. <laughs> what is a man if not a featherless chicken? <laughs> what? What? Um, I don't really know what that question means. <laughs> um. Uh. A featherless chicken? I don't get it. <laughs> no. I, I think no. our intelligence is a little bit advanced as far as chickens <laughs> and humans go. We don't lay eggs, so there's that. <laughs> that as well. Females, females give birth and all, but they're not laying an egg. <laughs> true, true. Also, like, we don't run around for no reason. <laughs> well, and uh, 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 now, uh, now, we have little toddlers that do that. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sometimes, though. Alright, that was just kind of like a weird question. I don't know why I kept it in there, but anyways. Next question, and then we go from that to, like, super serious. Okay. Oh, great. <laughs> How have you handled feelings of dread? It's very... That's such a hard question. It's a good question. Great. Wow. What a, what a way to go into stuff. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so, yeah. I heard somebody say something. I don't know where it came from. I know it was on the internet somewhere. I think it might have been TikTok. I learn a lot of shit from TikTok, not gonna lie. But... I think he was absolutely right. I feel like when you're feeling dread, when it's just one of those days where you're overwhelmed and nothing seems to go right, um, I think one of the best things you can do is to do whatever it is you don't want to do. Like, whatever you're dreading, confront it. And, like, if it's a relationship, talk to the person. If it's a task that you've been putting off, just do it. Like, just face your face your demons. Face that dread because, in particular, for me personally, it's usually, like, a task that I don't want to do that puts me in a mood and I dread it. So, they're like, you know, if you got to catch up on a lot of laundry and dishes and stuff, get that done. Do it first, and then you'll feel like you got something bigger accomplished even if it wasn't a big task it was just something you dread it feels bigger because you didn't want to do it and then you feel more productive to get other things done throughout the day and i think i don't know i feel like it works but um other things are like video games you know calling up a friend try try to do what makes you happy even when you know sometimes when you're feeling that dread 
your motivation to do things you like is usually a little bit lower. But drink some coffees, have a Red Bull, some G Fuel, and go hop on, even for five minutes. If, you know, after five, ten minutes, you're like, uh, I still don't want to go do this, maybe go take a nap. But, you know, you might end up being like, yeah, I'm glad I did this. You know? Mata. Um... Dread, for me, I don't really... I mean, me personally, I don't get Dread a lot. When I do get Dread, it's when I'm about to go do something that I always question. So, like, for me, uh, I jump out of airplanes with the army. That's part of my job. I have to... Like, my soldiers pack parachutes, and then we jump out of planes with those parachutes. No, it's only 1,000 to, like, 1,200 feet in the air, so not really high, but... Those times are when I get the most dread. I'm like, why the hell, since PG PG stream, you know, why the hell am I going to do this? And so, like, when the doors open and I see the ground, I'm like, oh, hell, I'm about to jump out of a plane. But then, you know, as soon as I do it or I'm in the air, I'm like, this is why. Because that feeling that you get when you're just kind of floating in the air with your parachute, that works. It's just like, damn, this view is amazing. And then, of course, you have to land on the ground, which always hurts. But it's like, ah, this is why I do my job. And then also, it's like Steph says, you got to find something that you can do at your house. For me, it's gaming, getting on Discord, watching people stream. Or honestly, it's just pouring a glass of alcohol, if you're of age, and just get into the shower and just have yourself a uh, beer in the shower <laughs> or a drink in the shower like hey like nothing feels better than coming home like at late at night get pouring yourself a glass of rum and coke the plug right there and getting into a shower and just putting on some music and enjoying it you got to find ways to rejuvenate yourself kind of make you happy and so that's what i got to say about dread i've honestly never had a shower drink before and i think come maybe, on now. maybe yeah. i should how? try it how has <laughs> no I should try it as well. Yeah, it is the best thing. You, because you get yourself a beer that's cold, or your your liquor if you're into that, an ice cold glass. You just put on some music, put on a shower, put on a warm shower, and just pour into a nice to a nice cold glass, and just enjoy yourself. Just relax. It's beautiful. <laughs> David. Um. I mean, I'm gonna definitely try that um, <laughs> shower drink, but I, I've only ever really dealt with dread by just doing it, um, just facing it, and then either realizing it wasn't as bad or just getting it over and done with, and then moving on. Um, but yeah, just definitely gonna try a shower drink though. That sounds <laughs> fantastic. I feel like the contrast of like the cold drink and the hot shower would be kind of nice, actually. Oh, it's yeah. it's glorious. <laughs> Jan. Okay, first off, that shower drink. <laughs> I'm trying that later. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it worked. I told you. Changing. I'm changing your lives. But um, for me, dread is not only something that I get when I need to do something that I don't want to do, or dread is also something that, you know, you could get it just 
for the sake of dread. Like, you wake up in the morning and you're like, oh, shit. Like, my life right now is, like, that feeling. And when I do get that, sometimes, I just take my mind off it, like, as quickly as possible. Like, when I do get that, I jump into work, or I start up a game, or I talk to some people, you know, sometimes you just gotta take your mind off it, or just uh, do it. Yeah, I agree. I know most of us were talking about, you know, a specific task or a specific thing, but sometimes there's not. Uh, sometimes you, yeah, you just wake up and you feel it. And yeah. a couple things that I also find in that specific situation is getting dressed. Like, do your hair, put on cl real clothes, and if you can, get outside. Like, go on a walk. Ooh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Just Every dressing wall. yourself up, and you're like, you look in a mirror, and you're like, damn. I look good. Like, that just gives you that ego boost. Like, I'm, I'll do that. I'll put on like, I'm in sweats right now. But I mean, like, if I was really like, I need to do something, even to the bar, I'll go like, I'll put on a button down, I'll put on some pants, some nice shoes. I'm like, damn, I look good. You better all come talk to me. Like, yeah, that's gonna help you guys out. I guarantee. Or girls too. Definitely. Just make yourself look hella fine. <laughs> All right. Yeah. This is a less serious question. <laughs> Peanut butter, smooth or crunchy? <laughs> um, Ooh. I typically go for smooth, but I I don't mind crunchy. Mata. Ah, oh, smooth all the way. No crunchy <laughs> at all in this household. <laughs> If you like it, cool, but uh, nah, not in my household. <laughs> David? Uh, crunchy. I could deal with smooth, but crunchy definitely is best. <laughs> Jan? Yeah, crunchy. I would, oh, I God, like to I hate you all. I, wow. I like to feel the, the texture and oh. also, like, <laughs> Ew. Ever, Ew. like... Ew. <laughs> I feel like we're pretty... We're pretty even here because we got two crunchies and two smooths. Although honestly, crunchy probably ends up winning because I am both. I don't really mind. Sometimes the the crunch is kind of nice, but I don't know why I just always usually get the the smooth. <laughs> Emily, crunchy for the win. Crunchy all day. <laughs> yeah, that's the yes. one. You have to bring it to my household. I will not be supplying any kind of crunchy. <laughs> I'll bring it. I'll bring it. Myself. Uh, yeah, we'll bring it. We'll bring it with us. It's fine. God. <laughs> okay. Here is kind of a good question, uh, and this could be a general question too, because I know not all of you cosplay. So if you don't cosplay, just take it as a general question. What inspires you when you feel your motivation to cosplay is getting low? So if you're not cosplay, just your motivation in general. Um, for me, as far as cosplay and stuff, um. I had an answer. Oh yeah, yeah. So, I actually—it's so funny. I had—we had a, like a heart-to-heart -heart last night, Emily and I, and uh, I feel like I'm repeating a lot of the things that I talked about last night. Um, 
So when I first started, like, and I knew I wanted to cosplay, I wanted to stream, I wanted to make this my career. And I had so much motivation because that was the end result. That's all I could see. I knew what I wanted. And like that end result was great. I wasn't even thinking about the how. All I could think about was the why. So um, I feel like as I started to establish myself and uh, I said a very specific um, thing to Emily. It was like, you know, the bigger cosplayers that I admire, I was like, I remember making one of my first kind of armor builds was Project Ash, and I was bringing it to PAX East, which was one of the first bigger conventions I went to. I was like, I'm going to make this, I've never done something like this, but I'm going to make it super awesome, I'm going to put LEDs in it, I'm going to make an impression, and all I could think about was that impression I was going to make, and how awesome this costume was going to be, that's all I could think about. And it was easy for me. Once I got established and started making these connections and felt like I I was kind of there in a way um or where I wanted to be all I could think of when I was making costumes was how how am I gonna do this how am I gonna get this in how am I gonna have enough time how 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 and it drains you it's like it's that dread you know what I mean so personally I have to like, and now that I can acknowledge that, it doesn't always help, but sometimes it does. Uh, I try really hard to think about end results. Like, make sure you're doing a character that you really love the design, the style, or the character itself. Make sure it's something you're passionate about, first of all. And then think about how awesome it's gonna be and how you're gonna feel in that costume. Like, you have to think of the why instead of the how and you know if you know what you're doing maybe look up some hashtags look up what other people did and be like get some ideas for your own costumes you know like oh she did this really cool i like that shading or i like that embellishment like find inspiration on pinterest like i don't know there's a lot of ways to stay inspired but it can be hard i get it depending on you know what it is that's causing you to lack motivation but that's my personal take on it what about you Mata? so i'm in no way shape or the cosplayer or the dedication that steph is. i just tend to do one or two cosplays if i ever um when i go to conventions and i just i stick with people that i know and that i kind of relate to so my two ones that i only really ever do is like Zoro from One Piece and Bond from Seven Deadly Sins. And for me, I just like when I get when I when I cosplay and I get into that like outfit, the cosplay, the costume. When I go to conventions and people are like, "Damn, that's a good cosplay. Can I get your picture?" Like that feeling is amazing. It's different. It's a different feeling because like you're like, "Damn." Normally, like when you go out in a normal like environment ain't no one gonna ask you for your picture but when you get into this cosplay it's a whole new environment and i don't know i just i kind of actually lost what the question if you're losing interest or how to get back into it because i was just listening to steph but um if you if you need get if you need interest to get back into cosplay kind of like what steph does like just get like we said like get dressed up and just see how you feel 
take some photos and realize, dang, I actually like this. I enjoy, I enjoy being this person, like not just myself, but a whole new person. And yeah. My uh, mic was muted on stream. And so David and Jan, um, how, like, what inspires you when you're just lacking motivation in general? Because, aside from cosplay. Um, I, I was just trying to focus on why I was doing it in the first place or, like, what, the, what it's going to be like in the end. And um, if it's, like, a project or um, along those lines. Um, I was just trying to remind myself why I started in the first place. I think that's important. Jan? Yeah, I'm uh I'm gonna say that as well. Like if you don't have the motivation to finish something or or something like that, um just step out of that process for a bit and just think about why you did it or are doing it and how you will look uh, or how it will look once you finish like imagine that and if you do imagine that I'm sure it will be super cool and most of the times that will give me like the new inspiration that I need to finish it so this next question kind of goes along the lines of the question that was just asked um, but like it's super general it's just what inspires you and when I think about that unrelated to the first question I think what inspires me like the most in my personal life and it's going to be different for everybody which is you know the purpose of this podcast to get different views and opinions but personally what really inspires me the most is like when I go to a convention and like at the end of the day you know when everybody's out of their costumes and we're just having a couple drinks and hanging out like at these like after parties I love connecting with people and networking with very like-minded people like you gotta stay there's like a quote and it's in my um I'm actually gonna find it while everybody else tells how they feel but you gotta stay inspired and it's about like the people you surround yourself with if you're surrounding yourself with like unmotivated people or like you really you just have to surround yourself with like-minded people no matter what it is that you like if you like video games like see it's different like I don't know unmotivated people some people could say that playing video games is unmotivated like unmotivated but anyways doesn't matter whatever it is for me personally it's uh that motivation and like no matter what it is, like, my friend the other night was doing, a like, a DJ stream, and I just, like, seeing her glow because she was doing some sh something that she loves, that inspired me last night. Like, watching her do her thing on stream and listening to her awesome mix, like, I love seeing people do what they love and and having tons of drive, like... I feel like I'm a very empathetic person, so that's, like, when I'm around people like that, I feel that way. When I'm around people that are bleh, I feel bleh. So it's it's different for everybody, but I think that's what inspires me the most, is connecting with people. 
Uh, what about you, Mata? For me, inspiration just comes from knowing that, like, what I can do is making a difference or it's help growing people, help developing others. So, like, my job, I'm the, I'm an officer in the army. So, like, when I get inspired is like when I put systems in place or different projects, events, and seeing the soldiers enjoy themselves, learn from it, kind of like take my advice, actually listen to it though. So that's an inspiration. And also like for me personally is like self-growth though, self-development, i.e. Um, during this COVID, during this whole quarantine kind of like, even though I'm working, I've been lately not as much though. Um, Got to get back into it, but it's just like hitting the gym, like going outside and just increasing my own gains, like being able to bench, squat, deadlift, more weight than I used to not be, that I couldn't before, but now that I've been working out, having more time to, I've been growing myself though, so that's my inspiration, just kind of able to make a difference and seeing results firsthand. David? So, and like, personally, um, what motivates me is having stories I can tell. That's um, a good one. You know, having as many experiences as possible and then being able to, if people are interested in being able to tell those stories, however many years down the line. Um, and then, yeah, so it just motivates me to have as many stories as possible. That's something else that I said to uh, Emily last night in our heart to heart. I was like, you know, aside from time being the most valuable thing, like in the world, in my opinion, experiences are the like very close next thing. Like experiences, like you can't put a price on experiences. Jan. Yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, you know, I always say to people that I'm uh, an experienced guy, like, I actively search for new experience, new things to do, and that, you know, at the end of the day, that's what, you know, what strives me to go on, to find those new things and to experience those new things. Some, you know, some turn out bad, some turn out very great, but at the end of the day, like, I grow as a person. And, you know, that's something that motivates me. All right. I'm going to read that quote because I, I just wanted to because it's relevant. The one that I would, had mentioned a minute ago. And then we're going to take a short break because I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> so the quote that I was saying is... Um, the people we surround ourselves with either raise or lower our standards. They either help us to become the best versions of ourselves or encourage us to become lesser versions of ourselves. We become like our friends. No man becomes great on his own. No woman becomes great on her own. The people around them help to make them great. We all need people in our lives who raise our standards, remind us of our, our essential purpose, and challenge us to become the best versions of ourselves. And I think that's great. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, there was something else I wanted to add on that, but I forget now. All right. I'm going to put some music on for you guys, and we're going to take a short bathroom break, snack break. Yes. Gra grab whatever you yeah. need. 
and uh, we'll be back in a little bit. Remember to follow her socials, her Discord. <laughs> it's going to be all the commands. Uh, it is all Sutaruzu. Look at that. Bam. Be right back. <laughs> Also, I have to.
right, guys, we are back. And moving on to the next question. Um, this is kind of similar to one that we had earlier. How would you tell someone you love them if you don't know if they feel the same way? Um, I guess I would first start with what, I don't know, I think you should say it regardless, even if, if it ruins the friendship, I don't know, like, honestly, if they, they should feel like the other person should be understanding if you have a close enough friendship um i think you should say so i don't i don't understand why anybody would ever like get mad at you and not want to talk to you for telling them you have feelings for them but people still do that um if you think it's important enough to where like they're the one and like regardless of the friendship, um, like, if it's super important to you and you really love, like, you feel like you love them, absolutely tell them, uh, how you go about it, um, I would maybe tiptoe around that, well, I guess, it, I don't know, it doesn't really matter, because, I was going to say initially to feel the water and, like, see if they kind of feel that way about you, if you pick up on vibes about that, um, because if they don't feel that way about you at all, that's, I feel like, when they would not want to be friends with you anymore, if they came to that conclusion ever, but... Maybe, okay, don't come right out and say that you love them, because that could freak someone out maybe a little bit. Love is a really big word. And love means a lot of different things to different people. So don't bring the L word up right away, but definitely let them know, you know, how you feel. Uh, sometimes it depends on the person really, but sometimes in situations like that, depending on how long you've known them, it might be better to write it down. Don't send them a text message. I feel like that's a little cheesy. Um, I feel like something physical is more meaningful. So maybe if you feel like you want to get down exactly how you feel and you can like revise it, you know, so it's not coming off as creepy or like you can get everything out that you want to say without being nervous, write them a letter, you know, a love letter. Like that's romantic in my opinion. And I feel like you can say everything you want to say and exactly how you say it because sometimes it's really important to, to get out what you need to say in the right way in that situation. Because if you're in the moment and you're nervous and the way you word things, this is another thing that I talked about last night with my friend, the way you word things is so important. Uh, like, for example, in a job setting... Like, instead of saying, um, if you really care about me, I know you would, like, give me this opportunity. Instead of saying that to somebody of authority, like, you're higher up, you, you just have to come off 
it, I mean, this is irrelevant. It's a totally different circumstance, but it's the way you word things, right? Instead of saying something like that to them, you come off as like, I know you know I deserve this. Like, I know, like, you have to be very confident in what you're saying. And like, because if you come off as like, like, don't use word words like, like, and maybe, and if, like, I don't, like, just say confidently exactly how you feel and get everything down that you need to say because sometimes when you're nervous you're not going to say something right maybe if that makes sense I don't know that's just my personal opinion I think maybe writing a love letter would be nice um Mata I gotta I do gotta say like letters is not the normal anymore but um it's different though like when you gotta tell someone that you love them you gotta have to really know that you mean that, though. So, like, you can't... It all depends, too, like, on how you... See, it's difficult. It took me a couple dates to kind of really know that I did love my girlfriend. But, I mean... And I said it, though, but, like, you have to be fully committed to it, though. So... You can't... If they, if they don't love you back... You have to accept that. You can't be like, oh, well, I'm going to end my relationship because I don't, you don't love me back. They're like, no, you can't be one or the other. Like, there's friendship, and you can just, for some people, you can still, like, move on if you, if they don't love you back, though. It's tough. Um, if, and it all depends, like, on kind of, like, your love language versus their love language. Like Steph said, like certain people do enjoy a love letter. Like that's not normal anymore, though. So that's something that you could do. It really um, depends, really, in my opinion, on how you feel and like how committed you are, though. Because you don't just use that word free all the time. Like you have to be serious about that when you use the word "I love you." And yeah, David. Yeah, as Mada said, you have to be really sure um, if you're going to use like the love word. Um, it's just, but if if you really do love them, then and it's gonna, and you know that you can't not tell them, then you just you just have to tell them, and then sort of just have to go with the consequences. Um, you, you know, or good or bad and you just have to communicate how you feel right I think um, I think we can all kind of agree maybe don't right off the bat use love just let them yeah. know how you feel and I mean you can use descriptive words to let them know how you feel but also if you do if you do the letter thing the main reason I said to do that is because you can say exactly what you need to, but don't make it too intense for them because finding out how somebody feels about you is already a lot. Like it's, I mean, maybe they expect it. Maybe they had absolutely no idea and it could scare them a little bit, you know, like, oh, I don't want it to change our friendship. Oh my gosh, I don't feel the same way. Or like, you don't want to scare them, but you want them to know how you feel. So don't, don't be too overbearing. Um, just carefully word, word it, I guess. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> it's tough. 
It's tough. Love is a tough it's more serious than just telling someone that you have feelings for them. Like that's like like you are the one that I want to be with. And like you just have to kind of commit to it, but at the same time that like, you have to be able to accept the repercussions if they don't love you back. Right. Yeah. Good question. I actually like glanced over these ones earlier, but I didn't see this one earlier. Do you ever notice or feel like people are trying to copy you? And if so, how do you feel slash go about it? <clears throat> so, I definitely do notice things uh, sometimes. And, you know, what is that saying? Imitation is like the biggest form of flattery it should be you know um and it all a, a lot of things in life come down to how you feel about yourself and your confidence with yourself it can be maybe a little frustrating or annoying but it really ultimately shouldn't be any threat to you at the end of the day you should focus on yourself and what you're doing <laughs> okay we'll hit that at the end david of this question um but Oh, yeah, wait. What was I saying? Oh, yeah. So, I mean, Invitation. it can be, it can definitely be frustrating, but think about where you came up with anything. Honestly, like, it's extremely hard to be original anymore. It's it's still possible, and you can definitely come up with designs, but you you usually found the inspiration for your design from somewhere or something on Pinterest. Like, you pick bits and pieces of different things like I don't know I saw this girl on TikTok and we, we mutually follow each other now she's pretty cool but I loved her hair she had dark blue in her hair and her hair was teal like mine I was like I love that contrast and it's so cool and you know I thought about you know what if she thinks oh I'm copying her or whatever but she's definitely not the first person to do that you know and like you shouldn't you should never let that hold you back and you should never hold people against doing something you did because they admire it you know only if it's like there are certain circumstances where it is not okay in my opinion like there was a circumstance where somebody used danielle Ballou's like exact design for her spyro costume and like created it and posted pictures in it and didn't mention her or comment about her at all and I think that's extremely rude when people pick out bits and pieces of things because they admire it that's flattery it's not okay when somebody is taking your work do you do you know what I mean like style yeah. and fashion and things like that is a little bit different it's, it can be annoying but try to take it as flattery as far as work if it's blatant, like, plagiarism, definitely say something, and I don't know. That's my, I think that's my view on it, Mata. Um, I do feel that the cosplay community, you take a lot of bits and pieces from everybody, and I do know that people get hurt or upset if, like, they kind of replicate kind of, like, your poses or your outfits, but at the same time, though, I feel like that person could just be learning and like learning the community and replicating you is because like they see how well you're performing that they want to kind of grow off that but i do feel like though if there's like an issue then 
definitely you want to make it known to that person like hey like can you like let me know about this or give me some kind of credit and then that can like solve a lot of cases because i do even have friends who like lost friendship because of that and it's just it's tough i do feel like though imitation can be nice though but like for me personally though i I feel like if you have an issue with it just let it known if you don't have an issue with it just let, let be like be happy like oh this person actually does like my work and here it is like them trying to kind of replicate me because of how well i was doing but that's just my take on it as a guy David? Yeah, I feel like if they sort of um, put their own spin on your sort of work, then yeah, that's, you know, that's flattery. But if they just downright just copy you and then like try and like, sell it as their own, then no, that's not. And then you should make them like, you should voice that concern to them. But um, like if, if they're putting their own spin on it or you know they're saying look i got this design from so-and-so then yeah no that's nice but as long as they're just not downright trying to steal the credit for it right i definitely think like mata said if it's something that you're not okay with and they blatantly like copied you and uh your work um I, I would say something in, in any situations in life. Like, don't – I know it's uncomfortable, and I cannot express this enough, but when you're unhappy, you're going to – like, how long are you going to be unhappy? How long are you going to bottle it up and talk to all your friends about how so-and-so did this, so-and-so did this? You're going to drain all your energy thinking about it and talking about it, and it's so much better to just – approach the person and get it done it's like that dread like nobody likes confrontation but you're gonna feel better about it because you got that off your chest because you're upset about it and you're not gonna come off as an asshole talking behind somebody's back if you just say it to them you know and I could probably work on that a little bit myself sometimes but I think I make I don't know, in my personal experience, sometimes I'm like, well, maybe it's because of this, maybe it's because of this, uh, and, like, I start thinking about other reasons as to why they're doing what they're doing. I don't know. But I feel like if you feel strongly enough about something where it's bothering you, you should really try your best to tell them. Just saves a lot of heartache in the end. Yeah. All right. Um, let's see. Your biggest fear in life. Uh, well, you know, it was, and I guess still could be, was not living up to my potential and not doing everything I wanted to do. Like, I feel like in this moment right now, if I were to go out of my house and drive somewhere and end up in a car crash that killed me, I would be happy with all my decisions and everything I've done. And so, like, my biggest fear in life, I guess it more used to be 
not doing, like, not living my life how I wanted to or how I imagined. Like, that's scared me shitless. Because time is so precious. But, uh, now maybe it's just losing Matt or Moose. <laughs> my baby. I want to see Matt and Moose <laughs> ASAP. Yes. Um, that might be arrangeable. All right, go ahead. I'm going Lana. to make that a channel reward of give me Matt and Moose. <laughs> Jake. Um, so question for me. Um, my biggest fear, and this is like the only time I really ever get deep. Like, I, for me, I'm more of like I will tell you as it is, but I'm also super laid back, super chill, and my personal like fear is dying before I made a difference in like my life or the world. So like right now I can think I'm making a difference by being in the army doing stuff with the soldiers, but like if I like like you said, like a car crash, like will can I like go to sleep or if I pass away, God forbid somehow, can I pass away knowing I made a difference or am I gonna be regretting something I never did or couldn't do. So that's my biggest fear. Yeah, I mean, my biggest fear is probably uh, again passing away um, without having done something that I could look back and go and be proud of, you know, like, accomplishing something. Um, like, just going, yeah, I've done everything I could, and I've, you know, made the best decisions I can, um, and really, like, lived as, as much as I could in the time that I had, you know, just not being content with and happy with what I've done. We're very similar in that way. Yeah. I feel like at the end of my life, I just hope I have a good flashback. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, Matt Hatter said it nice. A legacy. Kind of like can, and like we talked about, like, sorry, I'm just going to jump in speaking. Sorry. No, go um, ahead. You good. Like we talked about inspiration and David said stories. Can I leave a legacy or like future generations of my life with stories to pass on of, it, of what I did or what I seen though can that actually happen and if so then I don't care how when or wherever I pass away I will pass away smiling because I have a legacy there's stories that my children and grandchildren can talk about and that it, that will be the biggest like smile so Thank you, Matt Hatter, for talking about legacy. Yeah. Would, I think... would, the, would the stories I've left make a good movie? Essentially. Like, yeah. From what you you've know, told me, I think so far pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> not not safe for this this, this podcast. That's 18 plus <laughs> podcast late at night. <laughs> but um yeah, I think just make sure as far as your uh you wanting to pass on a legacy motto, make sure that 
you are documenting it in some way. If that's something you're passionate about, make sure you're taking photos and posting or um, writing things down when you're out in the field, like some physical or digital form of stories because after, you know, after you're gone, that's all there's left. I mean, aside from, you know, things you've told other people, but over the years, those can, details can be forgotten and yeah. things like that, but you should get a Polaroid camera. Do you have one? I don't. Uh, Rose does. That would be kind of cool to have, like, physical Oh yeah. Polaroid uh, stuff. It's, yeah. it's funny looking at your Facebook memories or your Snapchat memories, and you can just either A, cringe, or laugh at, like, what you posted or said, like, a long time ago, like, ugh. Some of my old <laughs> Facebook statuses or posts, I'm just like, yikes. I need to uh, delete that. <laughs> I feel it. But definitely Polaroid cameras or, like, a scrapbook would be fun. Mm-hmm. I feel like my vlogging, in a way, is very much so my modern day scrapbook i enjoy putting those together and i don't know i really like doing that all right we've got two more for today and we're gonna wrap up and i'll save the rest for next time Ooh, nice okay so uh this one i'm not sure if David could give an opinion on, but is foam or plastic better for crafting weapons slash accessories? Um, it really depends. I don't think, I think people use different mediums for different things because they just have different preferences. You know, like, why does somebody like blue raspberry and somebody likes strawberry? Um, plastic is hard. <laughs> I just feel like that could be a clip. <laughs> Anyways, plastic is hard and not comfortable. Um, more, mm, I don't even know if I'd say it's more durable. It can be lightweight depending on what you're doing. Like when I 3D print stuff, I can change the infill. Uh, foam is comfortable. Uh... I like foam better than plastic, in my opinion, as far as armor, like body armor and stuff. But for accessories and weapons, I do like to 3D print stuff. So, I don't know. Different strokes for different folks. Oh, God. <laughs> Whatever, you know, floats your boat. <laughs> Let's see how many dad quotes I can put in here. Mata, do you have an um. opinion? Honestly, for me, I think foam works better and looks better. But at the same time, though, like I'm not that super involved that I will make stuff. I prefer buying them all. Sure, it's more money, but um, in the long run, I I rather just buy it and just to keep it. Now I know that uh, Rose, I know like she likes to make and craft stuff, but I, and I think she uses foam also just for that lifelike and that convention uh, allowability to use it there. Right, but like yeah. sometimes depending on if there's like sharp edges and stuff, certain things won't yep. be allowed into the convention. But I guess we could make it a general question um, for David. 
if you were to build something, what would you? I what mean, would your choice be? Plastic or foam? <laughs> I mean, the only things I've really made would be like accessories for um, my Land Rover, and uh, always plastic because foam just gets destroyed when you're off-roading. Mm-hmm. So yeah, for durability, definitely plastic. Uh, yeah. Even in the heat, you know, sometimes foam can warp. You can heat shape it, but it will lose its shape again in the heat. So there's like different elements and things you gotta think about. It would depend on what you're making and using it for. Um, this is off topic, off topic, but if you ever need anything 3D printed for your <laughs> your car, David, if you can find a file for it, I got you. <laughs> um, awesome. Last question. What's your favorite anime? It's <laughs> so hard. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. So, first of all, I need to watch more animes, but it's probably a toss-up between Full Metal and uh, Madoka Magica. Well, I, I really Brotherhood, like right? Or you talk about Brotherhood. the original? Okay, yeah. good. Um, shit. I've I have a whole anime list, and it's always hard. Like it always changes. Like your favorite anime, like um, I I grew up in the original, so I grew up in Dragon Ball Z, Naruto, Bleach, One Piece, everything. But I feel like, and it always changes when I'm watching new animes. But I definitely love One Piece. I am caught up completely on the manga and the anime, so I can talk about that. It's not that hard, people. Corona quarantine can let you watch it. 22, 22 minutes an episode. You can do it. Oh, it's um, only twenty minute episodes. That changes well, everything. <laughs> well, because like you have to factor opening theme song, closing theme song, recap, and next episode, and that's about eight eight minutes right there um, taken off. So it's really like twenty to twenty two minutes of actual episode. Right. But also, um. Konosuba, I love. Uh, the Devil is a part timer, like a ten, like a twelve episode anime about the devil working at Burger King. Just <laughs> hilarious. It's comedy. Um, like it's easier to give a top five than it is to give a favorite. But I gotta say, like One Piece or Konosuba is like my top two right now. That's good to know, cause I know you watch way more anime than I do. But I will, I will send you my anime list, and you can see how much anime I have. It's bad. <laughs> My one uh friend loves One Piece, and I've heard such good things about One Piece. I wanna, oh yes, wanna watch it. But yeah, I think now that I know it's like closer to twenty minute episodes, I think I feel more willing to watch it and commit. But Do David, it. I don't know um, if you've watched animes. I haven't. No, I'm still, I'm still to watch. You know um, what? I think you should start with if you if you're up for it. This is what I started with. Yeah, no, I've, uh, I've always wanted to, but I never knew where to start because there's so much. You should watch the Gib or Ghibli. I always say it wrong. You should watch the Ghibli. Studio. They're like, I mean, you could watch it in a night. It's like movies, you know. Yeah. And it can kind of introduce you a little bit to it, but. I'm biased, but I really liked Full Metal Alchemist. 
Oh, yeah, that's that's a good one. that's a good one to start. I mean, <laughs> there's plenty like Netflix ones, like the twelve the twelve episode ones that can just kind of get you into it. Um, all depends on kind of what you really want to get in, what you really want to get out of it. Though, if you want comedy, if you want like story action plot, you're gonna want a longer one like Naruto or like. Don't I wouldn't do Bleach as well. No offense, you like Bleach, but Bleach is half filler, so like there's that. Um, or like like you can like Mad Hatter, like even though High School DxD is that like that adult one, there's actual plot and there's like four seasons, which so there's growth, there's development. It's just you know High School DxD. So if you know, you know. There are definitely but, uh, some good animes that also oh, have like fan servicey stuff. So oh yeah. Kona Soup is one of them. Is it? Hmm. Uh, I mean, it's, I don't How know many right. seasons is that one? Uh, Kona Soup only has two seasons, and it's got like uh, two movies, which are pretty good. Maybe I'll watch that. You should. You should definitely watch Kona Soup. Chivalry of a Failed Knight is good. Hmm. Ooh, that's that's a good one too. That's that's a newer one. Oh, um, or that. That's right. There's one you should also watch, which is Magi. M-A-G-I. There's like two seasons and then a spinoff for like the badass alter character Sinbad. He's got his own anime series. That's a real good one too if you want like animations and combat and magic. That's a... Right, okay. I will check these out. <laughs> well... I could go on for days chat for anime. Like, I, <laughs> I love anime. Sorry. Yeah, for sure, though. Like, if anybody in here also, I feel like a lot of people like anime, and we could talk all day. Um, So if you want to, yeah, <laughs> you already got it. I got you. I if got you, you. want to join the Discord and chat chat up yeah. about anime, feel free to join and us over there. send me suggestions. Feel free to DM me on Discord. <laughs> I will send you my anime list. Yes, you do that. And... Thank you for hanging out. Uh, if you're just joining us, we will... I'll be live again tomorrow playing games and doing other stuff on Twitch. But we're going to do this one to two times a month. I don't know. We're, we're still filling out the podcast, but I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, in the meantime, until the next podcast, feel free to submit more questions and, uh, and or advice. If you're looking for advice. But thank you for joining us today, and I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your night. Peace out, peace out, Girl Scouts. <laughs> we'll see you next time. See you next time. Bye.